0: Yes, we had another fantastic event take place at Sunset and another Australian win on the WSL Tour. Molly Picklum, she goes to equal world number one alongside Carissa Moore. Joining us down the line this afternoon to talk all things surfing is the events and marketing manager at Surfing WA, Justin Magics. Justin, good afternoon.
1: Yeah, good day, Matt. Thanks for having
0: me. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, What did you think of the waves at Sunset?
1: Yeah, pretty exciting, uh, conclusion to the second event of the championship tour. Uh, couple of slow heats still, but there was definitely some cracking matchups and, uh, a great result for young Molly Picklin, the, uh, the New South Welsh woman, uh, taking her first ever championship tour win. Um, we're definitely rooting for our West Aussie boy, Jack Robinson, mm. who made the semi-finals, but, uh, came up a, against a really informed Griffin Colapinto, who, uh, finished second overall, but, yeah, um, not the classic big sunset beach uh, conditions that you know we saw a few days earlier in the waiting period, but still really nice, clean rippable conditions and a uh, a good finish to event number two.
0: It was uh, Molly Picklum. Yeah, the Aussie. Now, she beat Carolyn Marks in the final of Sunset, and as mentioned, she now goes to equal first in the world. So, Justin, how did she do it at this tournament?
1: Yeah, Molly's just, uh, she's a fiery young competitor. We were lucky enough to see her. I got to witness her surfing live um, probably back in 2018 when she was still on the qualifying series, um, dabbling away in some events that we ran in WA. And you fast forward five years and she's, she's winning WCT events. So um, for me, Molly is like a, a perfect example of why the WSL has brought the mid-season cut in because last year after Margaret River, she fell off to her and she's come back you know, fitter, stronger, more determined, and now she's number one in the world, and she is a long, long way away from um, that cut position. So, yeah, I think it's You know, some people criticise the cut and and what it does, but Molly has, you know, obviously spent the time from falling off to her in twenty twenty two, and you know, it's a it's a bit of a gap, but she's had to work her way through the challenger series, and you know, she's just refined her trade and um, become a a better, smarter, and um, more lively competitor. So, I think. I think the people that criticise the cut sometimes don't understand the logic behind it. And for me, um, Molly Picklum, she's come back hungry and she doesn't want to be below that cut line come Margaret River. So she's obviously putting her best foot mm. forward as far as her surfing performances. And, um, yeah, she took down um, multiple world champions on her way to winning at sunset. She took down Carissa Moore, uh, Tyler Wright, and then, um, you know, to get the W over there in, um, in some pretty good conditions, she'll be stoked.
0: What has been the biggest difference in her surfing, do you feel, over these last few months? Because it's, it seems as though she's just been on a tear.
1: Yeah, she seems to like the waves of uh, of Hawaii pretty well. Uh, she's a tenacious young surfer. She's quite powerful. She's got big turns. She's um, not scared of the barrels or the size of the waves in Hawaii. So I think when you know, you've experienced the cut and understand how probably crushing it can be to... The four-lock tour, I think she's just come back, as I said before, just with a, a renewed energy and determination. And, um, yeah, her surfing's been been really, really good to watch. She's probably got one of the best forehand calves out of any of the ladies on tour and, um, you know, snuck behind the curtain, got a few cheeky little barrels at sunset. And I think she's just got really good wave selection, used the priority system well, and um, just was on the best wave, you know, on finals day. So be- best waves generally get you the best scores. Mm.
0: Yeah, uh, a great final in the end. It was uh, it was pretty tight, but uh, Molly coming out on top with uh, two of the more consistent waves, uh, two of the better scores for her. She beat Tyler Wright along the way as well in the semi-finals, and uh, Tyler's been surfing pretty well recently too.
1: Yeah, Tyler has you know she's come back. She's uh, recently married, and you know as a as a multiple world champion already. You know, and Tyler's still pretty young. She's she's got the whole world at her feet. Had a bit of a shocking semi-final against Molly um, I think a 1.73 fine yeah. heat total but they suffered a bit of a lully heat and Tyler really just didn't get her opportunities to uh, display her surfing so you know still a, a third place finish for Tyler um, sort of um, she'd be she'd be happy with that um, she wouldn't be fully stoked and um, you know that's multiple finals for Tyler right now and um, you know she's she's Surfing well, off to Portugal next, and um, yeah, I think she looks like another Aussie to um, keep your eye on in 2023.
0: Just back to Molly, so she is equal first in the world right now alongside Carissa Moore. Do you think she can remain in that position uh, throughout this season?
1: Oh, great question. Um, Yeah, I think think surfing is a real momentum and confidence game, Um, you know, if you're you're feeling your equipment, you're in sync with the ocean, and um, you know, just going out there with confidence, um, it, it certainly helps your performance. Um, she's got some very hungry ladies that don't want to experience what she did in 2022, so there'll be a lot of ladies clawing their way up above the cut line over the next few events. So they're off to Portugal, Bells Beach, and then um, we'll be having this chat in Margaret River in the not too distant future as well. So, mm. three events for. Ladies to sort of um you know turn the tides of, of how things have gone so far, but Molly's gonna be pretty stoked after two events and probably two of the more challenging events being on uh, Hawaii's North Shore to come out with the yellow leaders' jersey on her back.
0: Speaking to Justin Magic's here on Sports Drive this afternoon. Uh, Justin, let's take a look at the men's final. It was Felipe Toledo up against Griffin Colapinto. Toledo, the Brazilian, coming out on top in another tight contest, seventeen point seven four Toledo to Colopinto, 16.1. What did you make of the men's final?
1: Yeah, super exciting. Uh, I was watching it all live and um, Griffin looked like he was in the box seat for a a majority of it. And then really the last five minutes, um, Felipe just turned the whole thing on on its head and uh, he is the current world champion. And uh, I guess, you know, that would give him great confidence. But he just really connected with the waves at Sunset really well. Um, A nice repertoire of forehand manoeuvres, his calves are really, really good, and he's probably one of the fastest surfers on the planet. So for me, um, you know, just showing his competition now and his experience. Um, yeah, Griffin had him on the ropes pretty much with um, only a few minutes to go, and then he just comes out, boom, 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 and um, I think he dropped a 9.27 is his best score, and that was late in the piece, and flipped the result, and, um, yeah, and, you know, took the win. So it was pretty cool to watch, um and it was an exciting final, and that's all you can ask for in surfing is um to see a close little arm wrestle between two of the world's best and, yeah, um, you know, Toledo in the end coming out on top. But uh, a great performance from Griffin Colopinto. He's got a guy that's got uh, a really bright future touted around him. He's from California, and um I'm sure that the Americans are really hoping that he's like the, the next American to really challenge for a world championship to uh title and um yeah i think he did amazingly he took down jack robinson in the semis that i wasn't too happy about but uh, (laughs) um yeah griffin's an amazing surfer and it was a good matchup so i think surfing was the uh, overall winner out of that one
0: i think so too uh you mentioned jack robinson what did you make of his tournament at sunset going down in that semi-final to griffin
1: uh yeah jack um yeah probably experienced the highs and lows of competitive surfing so um you know, Didn't do very well in um, in round number one, just snuck out of the elimination round, so probably not the greatest start to an event, but once the swell picked up, so did Jack's performances and uh, yeah, once it was big and barreling, you always knew he was going to be a threat, so moved through the round of 32, the round of 16 and the quarterfinals in really devastating form and um, met up with uh, in in clean but slightly smaller conditions on finals day and yeah, Jack still dropped two excellent scores, two eight-point-plus rides, but Griffin just was able to extract a, a little bit more juice out of the waves and, uh, yeah, took the win in the semi-finals and booked himself a spot in the final. So, yeah, Jack, I don't know that he'd be disappointed. He, he leaves Hawaii with the yellow leaders jersey on his back and, you know, a, a lead of a few thousand points ahead of Felipe Toledo. So, you know, if someone told Jack, you know, four weeks ago that you'd be leaving Hawaii in in the yellow jersey I think he'd be pretty stoked but at the same time I think he was probably just a little bit disappointed not to go back to back as far as making two finals and potentially winning it.
0: Okay so Justin uh, let's turn our attention to a more local perspective what's going on and coming up at Surfing WA.
1: Yeah, we're um as I said, Margaret River Pro is fast approaching. So as the the events tick down, um, you know, the time frames get closer and closer for us hosting the world's best. So we're we're very busy with that. But I'm down to Margaret River this weekend for our state bodyboard championships and uh we've got a really cool turnout of um emerging young bodyboarders. Um we've got a few national champions in the mix and uh some of the old school sort of um innovators of the sport are coming back as well, guys like Joe Jordan of Chad Jackson, there's uh, some really iconic names of uh, the bodyboarding um, discipline coming to compete. And um, yeah, the forecast is looking pretty tasty
0: for us. All right, uh, plenty to look forward to in the world of surfing, particularly right here in Western Australia. Justin, a pleasure as always. Thank you very much for taking the time and enjoy the rest of your day. All right, thanks, Matt. Good on you, mate. Thank you. And there he goes, Justin Magix from Surfing WA. I thank him for his time on the show this afternoon.